Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mountain Wedding Talk. We're so excited you're here. Um, again, we're still in December and getting closer to Christmas. I can't stand it. I love Christmas. Sorry, had to go there. Digressed. Um, wow. <laughs> I know. I'm doing the gnome. Do you have here. your Do you have your Christmas tree up already? No, but we are decorated outside, and okay. um, then the neighbors are probably just you know because we we literally put lights in the biggest trees we got this pole extension off of amazon and um we were able to put lights on the tallest trees around here okay i just i just want our listeners to know that we (laughs) pre-record these and it's 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 november 16th so you know am i the only one that waits till december to decorate for anything I know, but this is going to be rolled out in December. So I'm going with the flow. All right. You I go with it. You, I know. you do that. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. In the inside of the house will get day after Thanksgiving when we get the tree. That's my rules. Do you remember? I know we're going to go a little off. Hi, everybody. I'm, it's Erica. <laughs> you, all know, you all know. Um, so back in the day, there was... You know, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yes. And the at the very end, Santa came, and that was like the official kickoff of the holidays. Yeah, day after Thanksgiving. Now it's like the day before Halloween. I know, because we were in North Carolina, and when were we there, and there was nothing but Christmas. That was what we were, they were there first week in November. So yeah, it's, I, it's Tim Burton's fault. The whole nightmare before Christmas. Oh gosh. Yeah. Made it okay. And that's fine. Well, all right. So today, what are we talking about today, Patricia? Oh my gosh. It is engagement season and out just crazy, crazy time. And, you know, like we were talking about, it's right after Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving is the start of it, whichever. But yes, yes. Thanksgiving Yay. is the this. You know what though? I'm I'm kind of thinking that Halloween is becoming a big um, proposal time. Too. You're right. Because there's a I lot am- of people that are like really, really super into Halloween, and yeah. you know they want to have the Halloween themed weddings, and and they end up doing a Halloween you know, uh, engagement proposal thing. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that engagement season is now from October 31st to February 14th. Yeah. And all the days thereafter. I and mean, it's really- I mean, you can propose at any time, like don't, you yeah. know, but, but because, you know, one of the big reasons, you know, people, end up proposing during the holidays is, you know, all the families together, everything's festive. And he didn't know what to get you for a Christmas gift. So here's our ring. (laughs) No, I, it it could, you don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. I got to tell my story. Okay. Okay. Because some of you listeners, the guys, 
now my birthday is six days before Christmas. And so all of you out there who, who have birthdays around, you know, holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, you know, whatever. Um, sometimes we get cheated out a little bit. Now, my mother was very good about making sure that I had my separate birthday presents and my separate um, Christmas presents. So, you know, but we ended up doing this um, eight days of Erica. So we started on my birthday and then I opened presents until Christmas because, well, yeah, I'm me. This explains like that. I know because, well, I grew up in New Jersey and we got a lot of the, the Jewish holidays off. And I said, Mom, you know, I think I think we should be part of this. So we kind of combined my birthday, Christmas and Hanukkah together. So it was kind of a thing anyway, off topic completely. But when I was dating my now husband of 25 fabulous years, um, we uh, it was our first Christmas and he, (laughs) yeah. So he bought me, he gives me this, this box for my birthday. And I'm like, okay, well I open it up and it's, one earring, one, one earring. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks. Um, is there another one? He's like, Oh, you don't get that until Christmas. So I got one earring for my birthday and one earring for Christmas. That's the last time that ever happened again. So, um, out there, if, if you, if your significant other has a birthday around like one of the major holidays, Please don't combine the gifts like that. That's just wrong on all the levels. So I just have to say that. Okay, my engagement. Interesting enough, with your birthday being in December, believe it or not, December is the most popular month for engagements. Of course it is, because December people are amazing. I mean, no offense, but, you know, we're extra. It's a popular month. It is a popular month. So today we are going to talk about the following topics. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about engagement rings and not just like what kind, but, you know, who gets them and why I think both people should get them. But that's me. And we'll talk about that. Um, Who pops the question? And we'll kind of talk about some um, ideas for proposing and we'll have stories. You know, I love story time um preparing for your upcoming proposal what both parties need to know and what to watch out for how to propose because don't be like my husband and i'll tell you that story too um hey i put up with a lot for 25 years saying i do and and what what are some of the things you do as soon as you get engaged um, as far as, you know, announcing and planning and, and, and getting into all that stuff is, um, how long should you be engaged, picking a date, you know? So let's start with who pops the question. It used to be back in the day that, you know, of course, back then things were a little different. And the man proposes to the woman and she's surprised and he gets down on one knee and it's all like this whole big romantic thing and people clap and yay. All right. Well, it's not so much like that anymore, really. Um, there are a lot of people who one 
the person who is proposing, a lot of them still get down on one knee for lack of better, you know. Oh, and which knee? Well, it has to be the right it, knee. <laughs> no, for some reason I'm reading it and it says left. Isn't that Why? interesting? Why? I don't know. Why the it left doesn't say. It's the left Oh, you know what? I guess that makes sense. You know what? Okay, I just want you all to know I'm now like, what's my natural thing of going down? Yeah, I naturally go down on my left knee. Huh. Oh, there you go. Okay. There you go. But I so think, we got that but, but does it tell you why though? Is there like some kind of, like the same reason you wear the ring on your left hand, middle ring finger or whatever? Yeah. It should. I'll, I'll something about it's it close. It, I'm sure it has something to do with it's closer to your heart and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like the proper knight. Most huh. people are right side dominant, so using your right leg might be more reliable. Huh. And studies and surveys on kneeling to propose universally ignore which knee hits the ground. Your partner probably won't notice which knee you use. Yeah, see, not that my husband got down on one knee. You'll see I'm going to be a little, but he's left-handed. I'm the only, like, I'm the only right-handed person in the house. So I have to conform to them. So I've learned to just be left-handed by proxy. So we, we do everything left-handed around here. So I love it. You know, for my wedding, that's why, do you know, that's why if you look at our wedding pictures, I'm on the right and he's on the left. Oh my gosh. Would have never even noticed because, you know, I, I kind of throw tradition out the window. Yeah. And that's the reason is because he's left-handed and he just, I didn't get out there in time to tell people like what to do. So he was just up there and I just walked down and I'm just like, you know what, just let it go. But I've also had brides that, it's like, whatever. Um, I also had brides that, um, I remember I had one bride that she goes, but this is my good side. And I'm like, well, then stand on that side. She's like, can I do that? I'm like, sure, why not? Go ahead. You know, so yep. if you ever see some pictures of mine where my brides or, or my groom or my, you know, are standing on the wrong side, it's it's not because I have no idea what the proper way is. It's just because that's what they wanted to do. So there you go. OK, so who pops the question? I think now anybody can. I don't yes. think I don't think there are any rules where, you know, if, if you're in a, a heterosexual relationship that the man has to propose to the woman, the woman can totally propose to the man. I mean, yeah, I got to say that I did. You proposed to your husband. <laughs> I did, you know, because we were talking about it for the last four years. And I'm like, that's it. We're, Let's we get married. Oh, Patricia. I tell you. So romantic. I have, yeah, there's there's no romance going on here. That's fine. Um, in my family, so my husband is the youngest of six. And he has four brothers and a sister. And we get together and it's kind of the joke that, you know, we all like to go around and, and share our how we got engaged stories because there's only one that's romantic. Um, my one brother-in-law took my my sister-in-law up in a hot air balloon and proposed to him. We're like, good for you. The rest of us, you know, I, I think it just, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't think anybody asked anybody. It just kind of happened. 
um, which is okay too. You know, my, yeah. my husband, the whole, so if I asked you to marry me, what would you say? <laughs> what do you okay. think about, you know, if, if you know, we're going to move. So what do you think if we maybe got married first and then moved or maybe we move and then get married, you know, how do you feel about that? So that was kind of my, my, you know, my in law his mom called me. She's the one who told me that evidently we were getting married. I had no idea. He told everybody else but me. Maybe I don't remember, but that's kind of how it feels. Um, but honestly, there's, you know, it's very hard because I am, I was raised in a very etiquette conscious family. And, um, you know, I, I went to finishing school. I did all that foofy, weird stuff. And I can honestly say that the rules of 20 years ago are pretty much out the window. So, I mean, if you want to be, if you're a traditional couple um, and, and you want to follow the absolute traditions, then by all means do that. And if not, then, you know, you can be like us and just say, Hey, this is what we're doing. <laughs> so I want you to show yeah. up at this time in this date. Okay. Um, which then it's like with engagement rings, you know, it's always the man buys the woman an engagement ring. Well, why, why can't I, I know some couples that um, they both have, they both give each other engagement rings. Um, cutest story. Uh, there was a, a couple, uh, two gentlemen who they were at a party and they were going, one of them was going to propose. Well, it turns out they both ended up getting down on one knee and pulled out rings at the oh, same time. That's so cute. So that's it was just cool. like, really? So, you know, it just you just know it just happens. Um, but I, I think, you know, when you're talking about, you know, a hetero relationship, I think the guy should get a ring too. I mean, I don't care. I think if you're same sex marriage or whatever, I think everybody should get a ring. I mean, honestly, and you know, it doesn't have to be a diamond diamonds are kind of going out. Um, with all the new, yeah. you know, I've been seeing those. I mean, yeah. I, what are they called? The carbon fiber ones? The, the mezzanite know. ones or whatever? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, I mean, ones. huh? The wooden ones? Those are pretty cool. Oh, the wooden, yeah. But I mean, you know, one of the things that's, that's coming in that's being popular is um, either birthstones. Or um, when my when my son um, proposed to my my daughter in law, um, he used her birthstone and like the month that they got engaged or something. So it's all blue. Oh. Yeah, it's blue and white because his birthstone's garnet, and he didn't want red, and you know, so. But it's it's becoming more meaningful than just here's a diamond. You know, diamonds are kind of 
yeah, they're pretty, they're sparkly, but uh, I think with all the the bad press about, you know, blood diamonds and, and everything else, uh, people are becoming more conscious and more aware. And if you're not, then don't. I mean, you know, you can do whatever you want. But um, I know. The marquees. Right. So, you know, birthstones, if they're just a stone that you like, um, you know, each stone has a meaning. So if you want to do that, you can. But I, I personally think, and this is just my opinion, that everybody should get a damn engagement ring. I don't care who you are. It makes me want to go out and get another ring. Let's go. I, I did. I do. I just, okay. okay. So Sorry. the next the next thing is how to propose. Patricia, what kind of fun things did you find as oh my God. a proposal? <clears throat> Well, I was a little stumped when I started reading uh, a couple of things in regards to surprising your significant other, so to speak. Um, this one basically had, you know, initials, and I go, "What? What about the initials?" Well, Erica had to kind of enlighten me in regards to if you put her first initial, her first name, and then the man's last name initial, and give her the necklace, she's going to go, "What?" For me, like it just went right over my head. Yeah, but same time, do the same thing because you know if you're gonna, um, you can if if you know, um, a lot of a lot of same sex couples that I know they hyphenate their name, um, to use both names. So you can do you know all three initials, or if you if you've talked about it and you know whose name you're gonna end up taking, um, then do that but if you're not going to take anybody's name i mean i have a a friends that she didn't take her wife's name at all so they still have separate names so you know so that could work though you know yeah it could work i mean um but how many i mean you have to do that you can't do that to a guy because guys aren't gonna like they're not gonna notice that stuff they're gonna be like oh look no okay great yeah whatever yeah whatever um yeah, you know, the, the, I, for some reason on Instagram, it seems to be so popular where you're at a wedding and she's throwing the bouquet and she pretends to throw the bouquet and all of a sudden she runs over to one of the ladies mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she turns around and there he is on one knee. It's still about I have mixed emotions. I have mixed emotions. Well, I have mixed emotions. Yeah, because it is already a beautiful day for the bride, but that's because... That has to be a bride thing, though. You know, if it's your best friend and so forth, and you you just want her to be, you know, the limelight for that moment. And but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm more against that because a wedding is a, is a celebration of the two of you, and um, and seeing that happen on your wedding day, kind of weird. I mean, if you want to propose to somebody at somebody else's wedding, go off, like go for a walk someplace, yeah, and then and do it. But I still think, so I come from the school of, you know, I think weddings should be, or proposals should be a more intimate, personal thing um, between the two people. That's why it's like the the one thing where the, where the couple reads um, their vows to each other before the ceremony, just together by themselves at the first look or whatever. I love that. Yeah. Same thing for Me proposals. Too. 
you know, but we live in the day and age of social media and everybody wants to be on social media and an influencer. And, you know, so they have to plan. I'm stuff. glad you brought that up because, you know, when you look at social media and you see the proposal happening, so you have enlisted a photographer, a videographer, or just a bunch of people. So it really needs to be orchestrated, I guess, very well, yes. you know, to be able to for that moment. Yeah. So there's so many different ways, you know, you take now, a the mountain, for instance. See, yeah. and that's and that's one of the ones that I've seen a lot of um, where, you know, the men are being way more involved than they were at one time in things. Um, yeah. I mean, from the start. So I know a bunch of couples that, you know, one of them has gone off and and hired a photographer or they get their friend and say, Hey, let's, let's go hiking. And, you know, there's like four of them that seems like a, a typical regular hike. And then next thing you know, somebody's taking pictures and, you know, doing that. So, which I think that's cool. Cause it's still, it's still intimate, but you know, yeah. and you can still, kind cool. of, you know, kind of get it, but I don't know. There's, there's a lot of, things i guess the hardest thing oh my gosh i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about it is if what what happens if you propose in public and the other person is like no so like so like really make sure that Mm -hmm. um if you're gonna do something like that in public that you know it, it's it's pretty solid because that could be pretty devastating i i would i would think um mm-hmm. i've i've no known kidding. people who they have said yes in public to save face so that they don't crush people and humiliate them but then afterwards they're like look no and then they have to make an announcement you know usually in a month or so that the engagement's off or something so you know just when you do go to to propose um you know and you'll know i mean there's subtle hints especially if you've been together for a while yeah i mean you know i'm reading an article now in regards to what not to do and stuff and that's really sharing the ring with other people before you've even asked yeah for their hand in marriage um you know just kind of talking to a lot of people it should be really intimate between the two of you i gotta i gotta tell okay i gotta tell how my my son proposed to my daughter-in-law because i'm so proud really if i I haven't done anything right in my life this was what i did So my son decided that he and his wife were going to go on a trip to Europe. They were going to go and, you know, go around Germany and, and everything. Oh, nice. And um, he had told me beforehand that he was going to propose there. And he did show me the ring. And, you know, so he gets there. And the whole time I'm like, oh, my God, I hope he doesn't lose the ring. Because that would be, you know, he didn't lose the ring. So just so one day about towards the end of their trip i believe um they took a bike ride they were in in munich and they took a a bike ride and then they had a picnic and you know the big castle i can't say the nurse swanstein castle yeah yeah that's where he proposed to her 
Oh my gosh. At the castle. I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh, that is so cool. At least, at least he, you know, he listened to his mother. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I was really glad that she said yes. Cause no, I mean, she would, she was going to say yes anyway, but, um, yeah, that's my, that's my big. That's so cute. That's and then, you know, a, a romantic one. At least so somebody cool. did. Um, I know, I know. And what, and what do they say? You know, what, what do you marry me or, um, oh, this one says, having you by my side is what completes me. Or let's spend the rest of our lives together. (laughs) I'm sorry. I obviously I'm, I'm the romantic. Oh no, too much. It will make me the happiest man alive. See, and that's the problem. Like with me, I keep thinking if Pete, Pete's my husband, if Pete ever did say something like that to me, I'd probably laugh, you know, because just of how I am. Um, and I know that's awful. I'm supposed to be like this big romantic. And I'm, I, I mean, I am, but I'm also a realist. I'm like, come on, complete you really. That's great. Oh, here's it. And this is, you know, that goes hand in hand with what, we talked about earlier before you proposed in public uh-huh. and it says uh, signs your partner wants to get married. So looking, making sure she wants to marry you. And so then they're planning their life together. They've been engaged before uh, they want. What? Oh my gosh. What? We won't go there. I know I'm reading this because it says signs. Your partner wants to get married. They've been married before. So they're going to want to get married again. Usually yeah, it's the opposite. You would think, I know, if they want you to meet the family, that's a key. I want you to meet yeah. the parents. You know. I mean, some people have been married or engaged for or together for ever. Ever. I know. Like ever. my daughter. And you're like, oh my God, what are we doing? I know. And maybe it's that's, like, you know, when it's been five, six years or whatever. I mean, unless you've made agreements and you're like, you know, we're good not not being married. You know, and there, I guess there are people that are totally, you know, they don't need the government involved in their, in their relationship. Um, you know, and I get that, but you know, we're, we're kind of, we're assuming that people, these are people that want to get married. Yeah. So now but I guess, I guess that's the thing though. I guess you should, you should know if your partner wants to actually get married or if they're okay, just, living together i'm gonna say living in sin no (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna we're gonna fast forward and now you are engaged okay so once you get engaged oh my gosh enjoy the first month just enjoy it yes please 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 please. yes 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 do not do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars just just like don't set any dates. Don't do anything impulsive. Don't like just chill for a month, four weeks, three and a half, maybe, but four weeks and just, you know, um, and then after that, then you can sit down and talk about what's the first thing we talk about, Patricia. I tell you the budget budget. (laughs) (laughs) Do not move forward with any wedding plans at all until you know what your budget is well you know, if you rush it and you don't have enough money 
yeah. you know, don't go and take a loan out. Don't max out your credit cards. Don't, you know, don't do any of that stuff. Um, I, I would highly suggest <laughs> that you have that conversation, you know, who's all contributing to this, to the, to the wedding. Um, do you want to have this big humongous monster wedding? Do you want to do, as we talked in the last episode, do you want to do an elopement? Do you want to do a micro wedding and a mi- or a mini money or a mountain money, mini, mini mo- mountain money, um, the three M's, you know, decide what you want, knowing that the more guests you have, the more expensive things are. Yeah. And, and one, one quick thing, do not post it all over social media right away. Yeah. You know, give her, give yourself some time to absorb it. Cause you have layers of people that need to know before it jumps onto social media. Yeah. Um, especially if you're, if you're older, uh, if you have kids, um, you know, it's something you might want to talk to, you know, your children about first before they read it on social media. Um, parents, you know, that's, that's one thing that we didn't talk about. Um, the whoever's going to propose, how many, how many of your couples, Patricia, asked the father of one of the other couple, you know, the, your, your significant other for their hand? In you know, that's a really cool question because um, I would say 50% of my couples definitely asked for their hand in marriage, you know, and, um, and I thought that was just the, the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, I know it's traditional. Right. I know right. some people may think it's old fashioned, but I just feel that parents, they deserve the courtesy. Do you they know? I don't know. I mean, I can, I mean, I can sit there and, and play devil's advocate. I mean, I totally agree with you. But I think it's I think it's very um, respectful. I think it's I just I love that. But the argument might be, well, you know, the parents aren't involved. They're not yeah. paying for anything. They're not. Um, it's my life. It's not theirs. I'm not under their roof. So why why do I need to have their permission to get married? No. And I think it is really based on your culture as yeah. well, you yeah. know, and because yeah. um, family culture just pops into my mind in regards to. Right. Yeah. And and that's one part of it like, as well. Um, yes. I know. mean, like the Korean culture, you know, mm-hmm. it's probably okay. it's probably prearranged. So, <laughs> you know, um, but it, it seems like. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a cultural thing for sure. Yeah. And I, I, we both slipped on that. Don't forget to get a manicure. <laughs> what? Before you pull off your ring. Yeah. So oh, preparing your- for the upcoming proposal. <laughs> yeah. Moisturize your hands. Yeah. Get a manicure. Manicure. Do all the beauty things. Okay, girls and gentlemen. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. But I just, you know, it's, I guess it can go either way. You know, there's, if you're, I I think kind of a rule of thumb really is if you're very close to your parents 
and you have that relationship with them and you know that your parents would really appreciate that, then by all means, um, I think it would be a nice gesture to have your significant other, you know, to ask or, you know, to, to say, Hey, these are my intentions. Um, but if you're not close to your parents and you don't have that relationship with them, then I don't think it's, I mean, it would be nice, but I don't think that it's a necessity. So just to my point of view, whether for what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really is. I mean, I, I, because it's deep in my culture that right. you would ask for the hand. And that's the only reason why I, I go that direction as well. Yeah. And I, you know, it's a lot of Asian, um, yeah, Asian backgrounds and right. all the different ones and stuff like that. But I, I truly understand that a lot of you um, aren't living at home anymore, you know, and you've got your, you're very self-sufficient. You're just right. super excited and you're just going to make it happen. All right. So, okay. So back to the budget. So yeah. you need to figure out how much money you have that you're willing to invest in this celebration. If there's anyone who's going to contribute as be it parents, aunts, uncles, you know, any type, any other relatives, um, see how much money you have. And then if it's not meeting what you envision for your wedding, um, then, you know, maybe that might determine how long your engagement is. <laughs> so Patricia and I were talking earlier about, hey, if you don't have the money, maybe that's why, you know, be engaged for three, four years to save up the money for this big wedding that you want because, you know, but oh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm my biggest thing with the budget, of course, is your guest count. I mean, you're excited. You want the whole world to come. Right. That is going to, oh gosh, it's going to drive what type of wedding you're going to have. Right. And, right. Um, you know, I'm old school, like the smaller, the better. And that way you can allow experience your guests to have a great experience. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, I, I mean, I don't have a, I like both. I mean, this year I had this big Italian wedding. Oh my God. It was amazing. I mean, there were over 200 oh, people and it was just like, wedding. you know, it's just like the family yeah. and everybody yeah. was just wonderful. Yeah. And, but then I've had, you know, small ones where it's just like, this is, you know, they got to do a little bit more and, and it was more intimate and, and that was amazing too. So, you know, trying to figure out what you want, what direction you want to go into will help you determine, you know, about how much money. And, and in the last, well, a couple episodes ago, you know, when you're uh, figuring out how much money you'll need, um, I looked it up, Patricia, and I wrote it in the show notes for, um, I think it was the 23rd of November's uh, podcast. But you're looking at roughly between $200 and $300 per person minimum. So if you take that, I think in Montana, it was $250 a person. and Wyoming, it was like $275, $300, somewhere in there. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, you know... That way you you know that if you're going to have X amount of guests at $200 per person, this is about how much money you're going to need. Um, but, you know, as we all know, as planning gets going, 
it's the last couple of months that all of a sudden you can be on budget, you can be on budget, and all of a sudden something will happen. I'm going to bring back my Hillary Farr thing. You know, next thing you know, there's asbestos and you have to just like clean out an entire basement and redo the whole house and you need an extra $5,000 for something. So I, you know, I always say budget on the high end and then we plan to the low end because it usually evens out. Okay. So how long should you be engaged? And I know some people like to do, you know, a good round year. So yeah, is that, that's about what the, that's about the average. Yeah. Because, you know, when you take a look at when, when they recruit us, we're usually in their lives a little more than a year. That is true. Yeah. Um, I feel like as soon as it's, it's like, I, and I, I appreciate, you know, the first thing that people do is, oh, planner, because I just engaged. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. usually, you know, a year to 18 yeah. months that we're with them. Yeah. So, but. Which is amazing because I, I don't really, I don't know if our, our listeners understand how much time it does require to plan a wedding. And then um, anyway, I'm digressing in regards to that, but yeah. How much time it takes as far as. I mean, you know, we've, we've planned you and I, we can plan a a wedding in three weeks, but we don't want to do that. (laughs) I think it's, yeah. I mean, I think it really depends on, um, you know, what your, what your plans are, you know, when. Yeah. I mean, you touched upon days you know, and stuff. And I've had couples where it's a 50, 50 thing with the groom's parents and the, and the, so they can have this fabulous wedding. And then the grandparents also chip in, which is just amazing. And we've talked about this before that instead of, you know, when you, when you do your registry, um, ask for things like the photographer, um, that, you know, maybe some of your family members can go in on, buying the photographer or buying the cake or, you know, buying parts of the wedding instead of, you know, yeah. Doing, I mean, going to Crate and Barrel and, you I know, mean, setting up houses is, yeah. I mean, setting up house is not cheap, but, you know, but most people these days, it's not like, it's not like it used to be like, okay. okay so, live. Oh my God. Ikea. Oh, Lord. <laughs> So it, you, because, you know, it, that, that whole registry thing came about where, you know, the, the couple lived with their parents and this was the first time that they were going to go out on their own. So this was going to be, you know, they're, they're coming from their parents' house to their own house and they have to set it up. So they need all this stuff. Well, most people have, you know, they're out on their own. People are getting married later. So they've established their jobs. They've, they've established a home and whether it be with their fiance or not, you know, they have all that stuff. So, you know, more practical gifts would be either parts of the wedding or the honeymoon or, you know, experience gifts rather than tangible gifts. So, that's yeah, and, and you're absolutely correct because I've seen that much more. Um, not so much as a 
money tree, so to speak. Right, but, right. You know, honeymoon right. fund. Um, yep. People aren't bringing gifts to the weddings anymore. You, everything's pretty digital. Right. I mean, unless you've, you know, unless you've been together for, I don't know, 10 years and you have the same, you know, set of spoons you've had for 10 years, you know, and you want to replace them. Okay. But I just, I just don't think, you know, yes, it's fun to go around with a little gun and, you know, it's fun to register. I mean, that's kind of a thing, but there are other ways, you know, there's other sites that you can go to and, and shop for travel and shop for, you know, for other things. I know I've had a couple where, you know, they're, they're in the middle of their renovation they want Home Depot. So yeah. that's what yep. they're Yep, absolutely. Okay, so how long to be engaged? Who's to say? I mean, I know people, yeah, that they've been that they've been engaged for a couple months, and you know, it worked. Everything worked out wonderful. How long were you engaged? I think it was a year. Year. Hmm. We got engaged, I think, yeah, it was probably about a year or so. Yeah, because I, I lived in Montana and everyone lived in California, so they had to come out and, you know, have time off and do all those things because Montana is not easy to get to. Right. Big- well, I'm trying to think because we started because we met in November of 1997. Um, no, I'm sorry. 96, November of 96. And then he asked me to marry him in May of night. Maybe, okay. Maybe our engagement wasn't really long. Um, in May, was it May of 98? Yeah. Cause I had four weeks to, to oh, there you go. Yeah. It was, it was really quick. And, um, we planned a wedding in, in four weeks and, um, then we moved. So, but we were together for, you know, almost two years. So, but you know, when you know, you know, now my first husband and I were, you know, we dated for three months and then got married. So, I mean, yeah, I know, (laughs) you know, there's that. So I don't, I don't think that there's, you know, if you're going to be planning, you know, and I, I use the term proper wedding as in all the traditional things and having all the people and the caterer and the venue, you know, you're going to want to do 12 to 18 months. You know, sure. and it allows, it allows your guests to get lodging, you right. know, especially if you're out of, out of town and so forth. Um, what was it? I was going somewhere, but sorry. Well, Lost hotels, it. you have to, I mean, you have to book hotels and stuff a year out. Oh, it's crazy. Of, and a lot of venues are, you know, at least a year out. So when you're talking that type of wedding, then yeah, you're going to need 12 to 18 months to be engaged. If you know, you're right, because now I'm listening to vendors saying that they're booked for 2023 already. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and they're only accepting maybe 2024 at this point. So right. it is right. as soon as you, I guess, you know, we're waiting for that four weeks after you get, get asked, chill for a little while yeah. and then start thinking about it. But financially, I highly recommend the 12 to 18 months that way, because there's a lot of vendors that allow you payment plans yes. and things like that. So that's my advice. Yes. But if you're going to do, I mean, if you just want a small wedding, 
Oh, yes. Are you, you know, if, if you want to do because you can do a destination wedding down, you know, like, dare I say this on Mountain Wedding Talk, but um, let's use Tahoe. OK, so you can take a group of friends, you know, and, and close family, say 15 of you and do an all inclusive in like Hawaii or, you know, Tahoe or Telluride or. Well, you know, I mean, let's let's bring them back to the mountains. I mean, take a look at what Montana has to offer in Wyoming. You can do so much, you know, in regards to doing your micro wedding. And so now your per person cost, let's say you do have twenty five thousand dollars and now you only have thirty five guests. Right. Think about what you can actually do with all of that. Right. So amazing. Absolutely. Okay. So picking a date. Ooh, so you got to narrow it down, right? And you got to pick a season. I'm thinking. What do you think? I, I think it comes down to a couple different things. I mean, if you have a venue that you have been looking at since you were 12 or, you know, whatever. Oh, gosh, yeah. I forget about that. Then you need to, you know, and you don't want to get married anywhere else but that venue, then the venue is going to determine your date. You know, you can tell them, you know, this is my ideal date and they, and if they have it all the better, but if they don't, you know, then it's kind of, well, what's, what's the closest thing. Um, There are people that they're very attached to a certain number where I don't care where we get married, but we have to get married on this day. You know, when my husband and I got married, it was um, the, the, how we picked our wedding date was the justice of the peace was available on June 20th. <laughs> and that's what we did. And there you go. And there we go. <laughs> I know. I was picking a bluebird day and we just had that right in the middle of March. <laughs> so just, hey, that's so, right. yeah, it can, it's just, you know, personal preference. Um, but just, it really is, you know, and if you want snow on the ground, you don't want snow on the ground. You want autumn leaves, you don't want autumn leaves. I mean, there's so many um, variables, actually. Do you want to be really, really hot or do you want to be really, really cold? <laughs> I know. It's like one, well, and that's because we live in the mountains, so it could be really, really hot or it could be really, really cold. Well, yeah, that's why I think, I mean, honestly, up here, November, or I'm not sorry, October. October is like, to me, the end of September and October are the perfect. So beautiful. Just because the weather, I mean, if it does anything weird, it might snow, but it's not going to like be anything crazy. And it's cooler, so you're not going to die, but it's not so cool that you're freezing your butt off. Um, May would be great, but you don't know what May is going to do. I mean, you just don't know what May, May could do anything. I, mean, I, I, I kind of chuckled because here in Wyoming, I did have a wedding. What is the third week of September? And it hailed, you know? Yeah. And so it, it really, I don't know. It's really one of those things that happened. Yes. So depending on where you are wanting to get married, is going to determine the dates that are available. But always pick out, you know, hey, this is my ideal, whatever that date means to you, the day that you met, the day that, you know, you got engaged. Um, Don't just, I'm just not a, like, 
a holiday wedding person only because do you really want to share and this is just me do you want to share that day with you know if you get married on thanksgiving or christmas or you know you're gonna or new year's chances are you're gonna be with people all the time and do you do you want to do that i don't know some people know do you want to get older celebrate yeah it's like your birthday just your birthday and christmas don't get married on oh don't get married on your birthday don't just don't because i know a couple that their birthdays are on the same day and they got married on their birthdays that way it's all together which is cool i mean it's cool but i don't know i would just i just want i want as many holidays and things reasons to celebrate without having to share anything i don't like to share so i'm an only child so i just don't like to share but okay so now you're engaged in all that good stuff so i am looking at these golden nuggets that we have thrown out there okay my my number one thing is just enjoy the time enjoy the journey that's it i think that's i think that's great throughout the entire process you know, hopefully you only get married once and you should really enjoy every minute of it. Right. From engagement straight through. What other nuggets do you got for us? Well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the fact that setting the, bu- the budget, you know, num- number one is the budget and then your guest count. And, um, you know, just invite your closest, closest friends and family. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all well, I have. That's all right. That's all I have. Well, there you go. If anyone has any questions, and I know you all do, but you're shy. And if you're not sure how to get a hold of us, you can go to our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. You can email us at hello at mountainweddingtalk.com. You can go on social media onto our Instagram, which our handle is um, Mountain Wedding Talk, or you can go on Facebook and send us a message there. And I'm going to either Patricia and I will respond to you. And we take criticism really, really super well. And like, if you, if there's a topic or if there's something that we said that you didn't agree with, I want to hear about it. I want to know. I want to have that conversation. Absolutely. You know, we can, I I want perspectives. Um, If you're another planner who has stumbled upon our little world here and you want to contribute to something, come on, come on over and we'll have a planner session. It'll be fun. Um, Yeah, I think so. But yeah, just just don't hesitate to to reach out to us and um, you can find us on everywhere that you can download a podcast now um and you know download listen while you're walking doing whatever you know laundry walking around the house with (laughs) you know so hopefully this this episode was helpful you know and yeah uh, and the season is upon us and we're excited because you know we're two crazy planners. Can't wait to see you guys. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. All right. Ciao.
Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.